the Death Star. That thing's operational. Dr. Banner. Now might be a really good time for you to get angry. That's my secret, Captain. I'm always angry. Hello and welcome to episode 148 of the Usual Podcast. Podcast where we discuss Star Wars Yoda Public, the Star Wars franchise, and geek and pop culture. I'm your host, Marshall, and with me is my co-host, Will. What's up, bro? How you doing? What's up, bro-ham? How you Not much, dude. Hey, guess what? What? One Mr. Drinking Buddy John Skeen is with us tonight. Awesome. What's up, man? How you doing? I'm doing good. Does that mean I can... Does that mean I can talk less? Um, well, how about you let him talk? I said, how you doing, buddy? Yeah, John, how you doing? <laughs> Incredible. <laughs> Just trying to get a word in edgewise here. Yeah, tell me about it. It's a train wreck already. Anyway, um, and we're just sitting here enjoying our usual frosty beverages. We're going to start with our guest, Mr. Skeen. What are you drinking, buddy? I am drinking from Founders Brewing Company out of Michigan. Uh, Backwoods Bastard. It's a... Uh, like a Ooh. double scotch ale. It's a nice uh, salty 10.1 on the a- on the ABV. So it's a, Ooh, a double scotch. Yeah, man. it's very nice. Very nice flavor. That sounds that sounds lovely. Yeah. Um, Will, what are you uh, are you reading your label right now? You got a problem with me knowing what I'm ingesting? You've had it before. Just tell the people what you're drinking. I'm drinking Estella. Stella. Is it gonna be one of those nights? I just thought that we could just get in, get out. Skeen's here. It's going to be a nice show, and you are doing that. Anyway. <laughs> get in, get out. That's what she said. Okay. And I am drinking um, a little something something from uh, Lagunitas Brewing Company, one of my old-time favorites. I'm in the, in the uh, on deck, should I say? Don't do that. On deck, I'm probably going to tap into this Stone Tangerine Express IPA, which, Ooh, which is quite nice. That sounds if good. you've never had it, Skeen, this is a good one. I have to I'm holding it up to the old camera here. Too bad I don't like tangerine. It's not It's not really tangerine It's just got a little citrusness to it, which I do like a good citrus IPA these days. It's been pretty good. Nice. Anyway. Yeah. So, are we um, uh, ready to do a show? If you do that again, I s- Skeen, I'm looking for a permanent replacement. Thank you, by the way, for... <laughs> For filling in all summer, that was been really nice, and I'm I'm missing you and not missing Will at this moment. Hey, so. you love it when I blow your kisses. It was my pleasure, but, but but Will's the king. <laughs> he he's so much better than I am. Uh, don't don't inflate his ego. Okay, so anyway, before we get started, if you have comments or questions, you can find us at theusualpodcast.com. Email us at theusualpodcast mm-hmm. at gmail.com. and we're on Facebook, Google Plus, Pinterest, Instagram, Twitch, and YouTube. I am at Darth Pops on Twitter, and Will is at I'm Will Griggs, and Mr. Skeen is John R. Skeen, correct, sir? That is correct. Nice. And we're on uh, iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Google Play, Plex, and all those kind of things, so like us, share us, and tell all your friends. Um, let's see. Teespring.com slash store slash usual podcast. Uh, get the usual podcast gear, and uh, help support Extra Life, which I'll talk about more in a minute, and of course, support the show, because you love us. Word. That's it. That was a dynamite drop-in. Dude, not many people will probably remember that episode. That was one of the most annoying episodes to edit. Because I was like, I was taking out these weird, awkward silences. (laughs) Because like, I would say a thing, and you're like, and then you would like say nothing or say something ridiculous. And then you would comment dynamite drop-in. That was insane. (laughs) But that is the point. You can't take out the pauses or else it just makes everything else pointless. Oh, I took the pauses out. It makes everything else pointless. Yeah. Editing's the great part like of podcasting, right? 
It's a part. I love, I love you. I wonder who does all the editing in this show. It's this guy. All right. So speaking of editing, hey, we, hey, when 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 you're when you got this much going on, you're the talent. You don't you don't meddle with that stuff. I just can't. I'm gonna pretend you didn't say you're the talent. Okay. Uh, <laughs> we have the timestamps in the show notes. If you're not a Swotor fan, we're not gonna spend a ton of time on Swotor this week. Um, but we do have a uh, some stuff to talk about uh, community wise, which I think is important. And um, of course, uh, we'll keep an eye on the chat room for anybody in the chat room. Chime in, say hi. Um, I forgot to text somebody to say where we're going. Is Steve coming tonight? Uh, I wouldn't count on it. His uh, mother-in-law's in the hospital. Oh, no. That's not good. Plus, he gets the uh, Twitch notification, so. Okay, cool. Okay. All right, man. So, let's get to our tour section. You want to fight? I'm ready. You do not have to stand against me. Instead, I will share all of this with you, if you will only kneel. Um, real quick, uh, we'll acknowledge our drinking buddies. Obviously, Skeen is with us today. We also have Mr. Zen and Eddie, who one day I will have him walk down the block and get on this damn show. I know. Seriously, he's like, you know. It's disgusting. Hop, skip, and a jump away. Uh, he's just, he's that kind of guy. But hopefully, li- he listens to the show, so I like to insult him and see if maybe that changes his mind. It doesn't work. No, not so much. But that's fine. Uh, all right. So, Star Wars The Old Republic, dude. Community shoutouts. The first thing is Extra Life. My goal is to have this show out. I'll probably start editing it tonight because I have some writing to do tonight, which I'll talk about in a minute. But uh, I'll start editing it tonight um, or tomorrow and get this out before. Hopefully get it out by tomorrow. And the idea behind it is we have Extra Life this weekend. Day after tomorrow. Uh, 12-hour mini marathon with the guild. Skeen, are you going? I am going to join in for the last part. So unfortunately slash fortunately my my son's marching band qualified for the state finals so i'm gonna be, oh, nice. be attending that obviously and being a, a good parent and then uh, coming home yeah. after that's done and joining him for hopefully the last half of it awesome cool. dude well congrats on the uh, marching band thing but uh definitely jump in um we've got a bunch of stuff the link i have in the show notes is the um the outline for the entire day uh and i thought it started at nine my time it starts at eight oh it's gonna be rough that's ridiculous <laughs> it's gonna be rough but dude it's it's like we have people that run the guild that live on the east coast yeah, or something i don't care about them i want i want to start at like a smooth nine ten o'clock you know what i'm saying it'd be like podcasting at 11 15 in the evening oh wait a minute that's my time oh that's <laughs> I, right I, I say we just <laughs> poor skin i say we just screw everybody in the central time zone and, yeah, and, and you know on. Um, but we have a uh, we have the link in the show notes for um, a tweet from JT, and it has the whole uh, list of events going on. In the middle of the day, we, it's the Swotor match game. Um, I think Musco will be there, I'll be there, and a bunch of other people from the different shows will be there. Um, that should be entertaining. By then, I would have been drinking for probably seven hours. So that'll be entertaining. <laughs> the, the, the game no, show no, portion no. is always the best portion, so don't miss that. That is a- Yeah, no, that's going to be cool. Yeah. yeah, last year's Hollywood Squares was good. Yeah, it was good. So I'm looking forward to that. I'm uh, as um, exhausted as I am. I'm, I am I need to kind of you know get my second win and, and figure that out, but I'm excited. Yeah, it, it should be a lot of fun. And I've already raised a little bit of money. I know you're shaming me on Twitter every like five minutes. It's, it's the software. I'm not tweeting about it. It just automatically kicks it out there, bro. I'm sorry. I reached out to people and they gave me money. So deal with it. I hate you. Uh, so yeah. So we have. I have a link in the show notes to. Um, actually, uh, is it the old link? 
I got to check the link on the website. But um, I'll be putting up on Twitter. If you follow me on Twitter, you can see the link if you want to contribute to either Wookie Alliance or myself and help me get to my goal. I'm getting close. Uh, my goal this year was 200 bucks. I'm at one, I think 150. Wow. Already. Nice. I'm excited about. And I'll be streaming most of the day. I may take a little break um, here and there, but uh, I, I try to stream all 12 hours. So. I'm I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, I realize that I my my computer's crap now. It's seriously, it's like starting to fall apart. Yeah, and so uh, I can't stream and play at the same time. Um, I'm sorry. And that's with everything on very low settings, Eek. with no shading, no no grass definition, no trees. Bummer. So speaking of uh, things that we're doing, um, so uh, I think I'm starting the feud again with bad feeling. Uh, Excuse me, with who? Uh, with the bad did, feeling podcast. Did it ever really go away? I, well, I I don't I, I I can't hear people without beards. <laughs> <laughs> I know homeboy shaved his beard. That's ridiculous. Uh, but so the reason I'm I'm saying this is Swoto Unite's happening the weekend after Extra Life, right? And it is a bunch of the podcasters getting together to do a raid. We're doing rage uh, rage against the machine. Uh, gods against um, what is it? Gods of the from the machine. And so I was I put in what my request was, and they gave me tank. Right. Right. Turns out it took Brian's spot. <laughs> and he started talking a bunch of crap on his podcast, saying, well, I took a spot, blah, blah, wait till he blows it. So I tweeted him today. Wow. I know. So I tweeted him today, and I was giving him some crap, and we were talking back and forth. It was kind of funny. But um, I'm thinking of starting the feud again. He's going to be that guy. It might be time to bring him back. But, Marshall, you're so good. Okay. You can sleep tank. How, how is he going to compete with that? Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I mean, I can sleep tank. I can do it from the lava bath. I'm I'm good to go, man. So well, uh, you you might survive that, but your crew won't. No, everybody will die. But <laughs> I will be basking in the lava bath, so it'll be nice. Uh, but anyway, definitely, um, I'll be tweeting about that too. I might stream part of that as well. Um, I don't. I think there's like four or five people streaming that night, so I might take that night off of streaming. But uh, I'm looking forward to it. I as of right now, I'm tanking it story mode. It won't be a big deal. But I actually have not finished that operation, so Ooh. we will see. He neither is he, to be fair. So I don't know which one of us is gonna do better. I'm gonna go with me. Yeah, probably. Feud on. Anyway, uh, so let's get to our weekend game. Whether it was the Swotor or otherwise, we'll start with our guest, Skeen. What have you been doing, buddy? Ooh, so uh, Swotor was uh, pretty light this week. Uh, I think I logged in once or twice, ran some dailies, nothing, nothing special, and uh, called it a day. Other than that, it's just been uh, searching for a, a, a new game to uh, supplement, kind of, you know. Like I get on this PTS thing and try that out with Swotor. So, yep, just thinking about some new games. That's about it. How about cool, you? Man. Um, I have done zero things in Swotor. Uh, just basically just trying to decide what tune I'm going to transfer over. And now I'll probably transfer my tank over and then transfer them back. But I've been playing a lot of Civ 6 because I can do that and other things. Um, so I've been playing Civ and prepping for uh, National novel writing month which is NaNoWriMo which I'm trying to do this month um, which is how, how many words behind are you well currently since today is day one thanks for bringing that up today's day one and to keep pace with getting 50,000 words written in a month I have to write at least 1600 words a day uh, today is day one and I have zero words so you're 1600 words behind I'm 1600 words in the hole day one so you're saying you're short no I'm saying I have a lot of writing to do after this podcast so can we get through it I'm just kidding. Uh, but yeah, so I've been doing some extra life fundraising, as I said, and I'm looking forward to National Writing Month. I'm not going to put a bunch of pressure on myself. I got a lot going on this month, but I do want to bust out. I would like to hit 30, 35,000 by the end of the month. That'd and be I'm cool. okay. I'm okay with falling short of the 50 grand. Um, 
Especially since, you know, there are holidays and other things that go on. I know, right? Anyway. Um, yeah, I've actually done uh, NaNoWriMo twice. Mm-hmm. Um, I never completed it. Um, the first time I did it, I started writing a – it just started off as a short story, and I just basically – I didn't really stop myself. I just kept writing mm-hmm. stuff to come out. <clears throat> and it was uh, it was called Pale Band, and it was about a, a guy who – it turns out he was a spy and all this. Okay. Uh, but then I also I started writing a children's book called Timothy Tolland in the huh. Cupboard of – Something oh, I can't. Uh, cupboard cupboard of history. Okay, and uh, sounds like you. Yeah, it's like it was like a time travel thing. And, <laughs> and so, um, and I actually got through. I think I wrote seven or eight chapters of that. Oh, nice. I mean, it's a kids' book, so it was like you know, five ten page chapters. But um, cool. my weekend game. Uh, we're talking about Civ Six. Is uh, well, first of all, I downloaded the patch. Woohoo! Nice. So I actually did that. I didn't log in, but I downloaded the patch. Um, but I've been. I found a website called Classic Reload. And uh, it has a whole bunch of. Uh, it's basically a multi-platform emulator. Oh. And so I've I've been playing Civ two. <laughs> I'm going old school. Did you say Civ two. Civ two. Oh my god. I played I played the earlier ones too. I love Civilization two. It's one yeah, of my favorite games. I never played Civ one. Yeah. Civ two was the first one I, I played. And the funny thing is, is it, it plays on a Windows three oh emulator. So I'm like, <laughs> it's slow as hell, but it's so fun. Dude, I, I don't know. I, I've i been, um, I was trying to play Civ 5, and I didn't even tell this part of the story. I was trying to play Civ 5, and I decided, and it kept crashing, and it was being super weird, and I got annoyed, and I just bought Civ 6. Yeah, actually, the last, uh, the most recent Civ I played was Civ 4. Yeah. 5 is great. I really enjoyed that, but five, uh, 6, I'm really enjoying. It's good. Cool. Um, Did that just come out this year, or last uh, year? I think into last year. Okay. Or sometime this year, actually. Um, so, anyway... What was I saying? Oh, about NaNoWriMo. Yeah, so I'm really thinking that... Um, What's up, Blay? I'm just not going to put my... Hey, Blay. I'm not going to put a lot of pressure on myself, but I have a lot of friends doing it that I met on the boat and stuff, and I'm really wanting to put uh, as much effort as I can into it. So after this, I'm going to write for a couple hours and, and before I pass out. So, cool. so you said you said that was 1,600 words per day? Well, yeah. If you write... It's, it's 30 days in November, and if you want to get to 50,000 words, you have to write at least 1,600 a day. It's like sixteen sixty something or something. Yeah, but if you're if, um, if you're like me, like you know, I if I write something, I, I get in grooves, and once I get in a groove, you don't stop yeah. for a little bit, so you can blow past that pretty easy. Well, and that's kind of what I'm hoping is on days I have to catch up. I and it's a new project, which I'm excited about too. So I'm just gonna kind of let it flow and see what happens. And so I'm just gonna see how many words I get on the page every day and not think too much of it. So I think I'll be okay once I start typing. But just finding time today was just a pain in the butt. So anyway, I will do it. Wish me luck. Good luck. Good luck. Thanks for yawning in my mic. Okay. So uh, let's get to the dev checker, boys. So the PTS is up and they are asking for feedback as they do. And the main thing is the PVP challenge. And I didn't realize that this was what they were going for. Did you guys look at this? I don't really look at anything. I know you don't look at anything. Okay. So scheme. So check this out. Uh, The PVP challenges. So it looks like what's going to happen is. You'll be able to I'm, – I'm trying to make sure I get this right. So it says, please use this thread uh, to give feedback on the challenges. So um, they are aware of some issues. But honestly, what it seems like to me is uh, they have a how-to in here and how to use PvP challenge on the PTS. So start a group, okay? PvP challenge, you can do it in one of three ways. Uh, well, number one, 
there's a sub tab for PvP challenge inside the activity finder. You can target another player and challenge them via right click through their portrait. And you can do it via new chat command slash PvP challenge and the player name. What's insane about this is this is how so whole guilds can basically set up PvP challenges, right? And what happens is so number two, a window will pop up and the and the initiator should be able to pick the PvP type. Arena, Warzone, or Starfighter. Oh, interesting. So like if you're in a guild and I'm in a guild and we have a bunch of people, it's like, okay, let's all play Starfighter against each other. And so I challenge and then we set it up and then you just go. That's cool. So it's basically like um multi-person duel on different platform but yeah but then it kicks you off to like starfighter right. or, an, or an arena which is nice because then guilds who want to consistently um challenge each other or rival guilds or or you know republic and empire the same guild can get together and then you don't have to wait for pops right that's the upside of this is you don't have to wait for pvp pops but cool uh, that's kind of nice supposed to be good for training i mean yeah for people that don't normally play pvp like myself or i I don't think will does very often you just kind of learn some of the ins and outs of it well and it's 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 less pressure pvp if you know you know you get a bunch of people in the guild and it's like okay let's do some 4v4 arenas and practice you know yeah and then we can just play that's i think that's really freaking cool that they're doing this good idea that is cool i didn't realize that this is what they were doing when i when we read it uh in the last show but anyway um so anyway, that's so there's a whole thing in there. So test it out on the PTS, work the bugs out, and uh, let them know and give feedback. I think that's I think that's badass, dude. I'm excited about that. And the OSIS uh, daily missions are open now on the PTS. So or OSIS, OSIS, OSIS. I don't know. Okay, I think it's OSIS. Well, whatever. Uh, so that's open. So give them feedback on that. There's a thread. We have a link in the show notes to that. And when is that going to drop live? December. So it's supposed to be next month. Okay. Cool. As of right now, the next month. Um, all right. So what else do we have here? Uh, so there's a reputation change on OSIS. Uh, the question is, are reputation items for OSIS meant to have drastically uh, less than half values compared to every other reputation? And Musco says an intended change. There are other changes surrounding it, though you may not have experienced. Basically, the rep for OSIS looks like this. Individual tokens reward a less than before. You can more... Uh, consistently get rep tokens from content, world bosses, etc. And the weekly cap for OSIS reputation is higher than the other reps. I don't know. This is a rebalance, he says, of rep is meant to allow players who play a lot to earn more, wep, more rep than they could before while also removing the situation where players end up with tokens in their inventory they can't even use. I don't know about this one. Thoughts? Well, I never kept the, the, the extra token. Once you hit, you know, the highest rank. Yeah. Uh, I never kept. I just always sold them right straight to vendor. Yeah, but I mean, it sounds like it's more grindy to me. You know what I mean? Yeah, because you're getting less, but you have a higher cap. Right. I don't know. Any thoughts there, Skeen? Uh not really. I mean, it, to me, if if it's engaging enough content, you're not gonna you're not gonna mind grinding it out, especially if it's you know the first new thing for a while, anyways. So, you know, why not? Yeah. And I also don't really honestly don't sit around. Uh, you know, looking at my rep bars and hope that I get to the top. Like it doesn't. I do just because of, you know, achievements, achievements and stuff. I get you. Yeah. So, um, okay. So a couple things, uh, there was a refresh of the PTS of 5.0 on the 25th and then another one, another one on the 30th. What? 5.10. What'd I say? 5.10. What'd I say? 5.0. 5.10. Excuse me. (laughs) 
It's all about the details. <laughs> all right. So refresh number one and two. Um, there's a bunch of notes. The uh, It basically has to do with the operation changes. Right. And I'm not going to dive into it. You can check it out. People know how to do it. It also talks about how uh, there's another post talking about how to access OSIS. Um, it's pretty straightforward, actually. I looked at yesterday or the day before. It says, head to the galaxy map and just go. That's pretty much it. Um, yeah. Cool. <laughs> you know? Anyway, uh, last thing is a uh, new PTS patch uh, came up. And like I said, I'm not going to go through all of it, unfortunately. Um, but like I said, they put the PvP challenges, the OSIS daily area, and the gods from the machine changes. Um, please get in there and test. If you're listening to the show and you go to the PTS, do that so they can get the feedback so in December it can actually launch when it's supposed to. Yeah, the PTS is really important and just not enough people. I mean, this is coming from somebody who doesn't get on it all often, mm. <clears throat> but it is very important. I really want to and try to, but I just don't. Well, and I, th- I think they proved in the uh, with the last PTS, with the last uh, testing, that they're willing to listen to the recommended changes and actually act on them pretty quickly. So why not? Yeah, that's a good point. Well, I'm, I'm glad you mentioned that because honestly, like they've been reacting a little faster, I feel like, to PTS stuff. Um, so Skeen's right. Jump in there and do the thing. Test them. Tell them. Yeah. All right. <laughs> so studio plans for adjusting. Uh, this I thought was interesting. The bolster has been a sticking point with some PVPers in a long time. And Eric came back and he said, bolster is currently planning to go up in 5.1, um, excuse me, 5.10. Thank you. Um, so he says, let me work on confirming exactly what item rating is going to shift and he'll let us know. Okay. Um, the update to that happened a couple days ago. And he said, uh, the current plan is that 5.10 bolster will have the following item ratings gear 248 up from 242 and augments will be 236 up from 208. So, um, he says, as always, this is a subject to change, blah, blah, blah. But excuse me, the bolster has been an issue. I really hope this helps some of the PV peers be happy. I don't know. Can they be happy? No. <laughs> I think nice, nice dig on the PvP peers, dude. Thanks for alienating none of our audience. I know, right? It's one percent of the gameplay base, anyways. But no, I mean, I'm saying no PvP peers listen. I'm just kidding. Go ahead. It's just it's true. I mean, you're not going to make them happy. Well, I feel like. Go ahead. Uh, I, I, this I is been, how many years has this been going on? This is always <laughs> there's it's split into thirds. Either PVP's not happy, PVE's not happy, or operations aren't happy. It's always somebody's always left out. They can't work on all three things at the same time, or we'd never get any updates. So you know, That's a good point. just just roll with it. Be happy. Be happy. Try to be happy. Exactly. You know what? What was what's his name? Who was the guy? Don't worry. Be happy, guy. Bobby McFerrin. Yeah, Bobby McFerrin. Yes. That's it. He did, he did the voice of uh, the the lobster, the crab. No, didn't he? No. In Little Mermaid. No. Who was it? Who did Sebastian? Sebastian. It was the guy who played. Uh... It was Bobby McFerrin. No, it was the guy Are who. You sure. <laughs> it... <laughs> the look, the look on your face was amazing. It was yeah, the guy who played. I know you know. It was the guy who played the bodyguard in the original Annie. I don't know who that guy is. Okay, let's move on. Um, I think it was a rumor that Bobby McFerrin played that guy. No, I've always known it wasn't Bobby McFerrin. Okay. You're so just, you're wrong. I don't even care. You just sit there and be wrong in your wrongness. Oh, that's the name of the show. Okay, so <laughs> Bioware Games. Um, I put in this topic because I knew we weren't going to spend long in SOTOR this week. And today, November 1st, uh, 
there was a I haven't had a chance to watch it yet. It happened a few hours ago, actually at one o'clock this afternoon, which is why I didn't watch it. Anthem did a live stream. Um, I have a link in the show notes to the stream. Um, and the reason I'm bringing this up is it's a Bioware game. Um, I don't know. I know you're not super stoked about Anthem. Well, I don't. What's the plot? I don't know what the point is. The whole thing. You have to go to the website. Uh, no, it has. Wow. To, I'm just kidding. No, it has to do with and and I thought we watched the trailer for it. It has to do with like um, power suits and it's kind of sort of like an MMO, but not an MMO, but it's like smaller world MMO ish. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, not my game. Okay, cool. So, uh, Skeen, what do you think, Anthony? Oh, I, I'm in on it for sure. I I'm definitely you know as soon as it's available as far as beta etc. I'm going to try to get in on it. Well, and I've been waiting for the beta invite for the PC, and I haven't got it yet. Um, and I know Xbox has been doing, they got the exclusive beta, and I know they've been doing some real short, um, like, three-hour, four-hour windows where people can get in and test, and then they go back, and then, you know what I'm saying? From what, so I've, from what I've read on the, the beta stuff for the PC, it's not going to be available until, I want to say it's like February 1st. Yeah, it's going to it's gonna be a bit. So, um, it's kind of a bummer. Oh, no, no, I'm thinking of fallout 76 sorry yeah there's no beta information for uh anthem I've, I've been talking to a lot of students about a lot of games right now so sorry i got that mixed up the beta for uh fallout 76 is happening in bursts right now but the bioware anthem game has not had beta yet but i'm waiting for it and i'm signed up for it and i'm ready to go so there's a couple links in here they did a live stream today and so i want to watch the live stream um and then i'll we'll come back and talk about it next time but um there's a couple links in here how the classes work um, and really in their last earnings call, and I have a link in here as well, in the last earnings call that just happened, they're really banking on this game and they're talking very highly and they've got a lot of positive feedback already. And well, it's their first major title in a it's while. It's been a while. It has been a while. And a lot of resources have gone to it. Um, like I said, they were at San Diego Comic-Con. Muska was there working that booth. They had the full on suits there. It was, it's, oh, it, that's it okay. Cool yeah, yeah, no. so will remembers what the game is and he's out (laughs) so at least you remember what the game is. i do you have pens you got exclusive pens from comic-con i did and at least you have an opinion on the game already yeah no you're out i'm out cool i like bioware games and i'm really looking forward to this one okay don't get dramatic about it i'm really actually pretty excited about this so i'm with you skin let's let's play this game dude uh what how do you speaking of games uh, how do you feel about um, Fallout seventy six? Are you a Fallout guy? Oh, I I had I played Fallout four, liked it a lot on uh, PlayStation, mm-hmm. but I'm gonna do Fallout seventy six, or I'm hoping to, on PC. And then I just I was looking at some of the uh, information on it today. I'm like, oh, <laughs> I may need a new graphics card in order to play this. So, uh, yeah. which might be you know an excuse to uh, upgrade. So we'll see what happens. Any excuse to upgrade is fine. I mean, I upgraded my graphics card honestly um, about six months ago. And I'm ready for the next wave of games. I'd say Civ 6 looks good. So I'm looking forward to Fallout 76. Comes out next month, actually. So Yeah, I think I'm going to finally try to just get my tower working again. And if that's because that was always better than my laptop. So maybe we can actually play a game on there. Hashtag goals, bro. So, Will, are you, are you in on Fallout 76? You know, actually, the only, the only um, experience I have with Fallout is with the bunker game that they had on mobile. Oh, I played that for a bit. And, uh, yeah. oh, Shelter. Shelter. And, Shelter, yep. Uh, yeah, and uh, and I thought the concept is fun, but I've never actually played the, the full game. The games are amazing. The stories are great. Um, it's Bethesda, so it's the same people that do uh, Skyrim and 
and all those games. Right. Um, you know, it's it's kind of like the way I feel like uh, with Fallout right now, I'm so far behind on it. It's like how I was with Assassin's Creed. Yeah. And with me, anything that's like story based like that, I always start at the beginning. Well, they're not they're not continuous stories though. Like my favorite, honestly, if you want to pick up one of them, is pick up uh, New Vegas. I loved Fallout New Vegas. You would like you would like that. Okay. Yeah. And the game the 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 stories are standalone, but it takes place in kind of the Fallout world where it's like you know uh, post apocalyptic uh, you know mushroom cloud deal. Okay. The only I mean, story is important, but basically the only reason I play games is to complete goals. So are there like achievements you try to complete? Yes, everything? many. Okay. Yeah, and if if I recall correctly from the information I read today, and I could be wrong, so you know, not set in stone, but I think you actually get three other Fallout games with this if you if you purchase seven, uh, Fallout seventy six. Oh really? Yeah, I have to look into. It. I haven't I haven't pre ordered seventy six. Oh no, I pre ordered seventy six. Uh, but I have all the other Fallout games, so I don't. I don't know. I have to look into that. Well, the the old sorry, the only brand new video game that I've purchased in ten last ten years was Sotor. <laughs> <laughs> we've been we've been playing that game for seven years. Yeah, and that was the last time I purchased a brand new game, and that one's still good. So why would you need another one, right? Yeah, it's still good. You're right. It's still exactly good. right. Uh, I actually have not bought too many games in the last few years either. I uh, Civ Six is one of my first ones. I bought a couple of Steam games for cheap. You know in the last couple of years, but nothing big really. Cause I, I don't play consoles anymore. And I've been playing, like I said, Swotor for seven years. So anyway, um, any other thoughts on anything else coming? 76. I'm excited about. Um, well, actually I have this down in the star Wars section, but I might as well hit on it here. Should we just transition to the uh, star Wars section? Well, we'll sure. Go ahead. I'm All, right. Gonna... All right. Let's get on the star Wars, dude. Woo. Pew, pew, pew. Um, <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> Just keep talking. (laughs) Right? Come on. At some point when I edit this, I'll just throw in the bumper and then it'll be really awkward when I do it. I love it. I'm excited. Go ahead. Yeah, like this show is never awkward. It's always awkward. It's just fun. I was raised to do one thing. But I've got nothing to fight for. Nothing will stand in our way. What you started. Anyways, there was a, an announcement that Titanfall 3 and Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order are most likely going to get released in 2019. Okay. So, um, I just saw a new Star Wars game and I'm like, whoa, okay. But that actually looks like it's going to be fourth quarter of 2019 though. Now, is this the one, um, this There's, is the one we saw the trailer for a while back at E3? No. I don't think so because this is I've I haven't seen any information on this. What's it called? Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. So um, there's that, and then actually I didn't even put this in the show notes, but um, I saw just a a little blip of news this last week that uh, they've added General Grievous to Battlefront Two. Yeah, I saw that on Twitter. So going back to the Fallen Order, is that an EA game? I believe it, so. It is, yeah. Okay. So it's Titanfall. Okay. Um. I'm looking to see if this is the same one. There was very little information in this article. Yeah, this article sucks. All right, we'll have to come back and find out because I'm, I'm really thinking that this is the same game that they were talking about a couple years ago. And because okay, so do you guys remember the whole deal where EA was going to do a new Star Wars game and then it was going to be um oh, what was it called? 
Star Wars 1313? Uh, yeah. Was it 1313? Is that it? I think so. Um, so anyway, and then they went back on that, and then they showed a trailer at E3. It wasn't last year. It was the year before, yep. I think. I know which one you're talking about. You know what I'm talking <laughs> yeah. about. I'm wondering if it's this game. It, it was the, and I can't remember her name, but they're, they're the lady that was in charge of it, I remember her being kind of yeah. kind of excited about it and then all of a sudden they and it looked really cool then they because of the the way the graphics were were running on it and uh, then they pulled the plug on it yeah so i don't i don't know man i'm 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 trying to figure out if this is the same okay way. here's here's the description straight from the ea website uh from respawn entertainment comes a brand new action adventure yeah, game it's the same one which yeah. tells an original star wars story around a surviving padawan set shortly after the events of star wars episode 3 revenge of the sith the game will be releasing holiday of 2019 sign up for our newsletter to be among the first to learn about the jedi the star wars jedi i do Palmer. remember that was a studio that that was behind that trailer we saw yeah i do remember that so cool uh i don't know man I, honestly i'm i'm re- they have not put out a new star wars game in a long time yeah, like besides Battlefront, obviously. But yeah, Battlefront. I mean, like but Battlefront, I don't count as like the part of the new Lucas Arts thing. Well, I mean, and they didn't have any issues with that one, so I mean, I don't know why they just no. didn't hurry the next one out. Exactly. Right. <laughs> so we'll we'll see, and then you know now we have Battlefront two, and then you know I don't know. I just uh, the Battlefront doesn't catch me though. I just I don't know. you know my nephew, the uh, you know Ryan, who was actually on our uh, Comic Con podcast. Yeah. Um, he actually played. Battlefront 2 quite frequently and he loved it. Yeah. Um until he finally got, you know, exposed to Fortnite. Now he's just Oh god. Fortnite. I, I keep waiting for that to go away, but all my students that's all they ever talk about is Fortnite. I know, right? Yeah, I got I got soured on Battlefront because I played with Zeke and and he just just walloped me constantly. It's just like, okay, this is not any fun for me. <laughs> so the old, the only time I played Battlefront was when we played the demo at Comic-Con right. like 4 years ago. Right, right. Anyway, man. All right. So, any other? Oh, wait, we're out of we're out of sync here. Let's talk about John Williams for a minute. Did you hear about this? I did. He went to Is the hospital. Okay? Yeah, he's fine. Okay, good. Yeah, it wasn't uh, anything major. Um, you know, dude's in his eighties. It's he's just old. Yeah. You know, ish happens, and so uh, he's out and he's healthy. And okay. um, I mean, he, he's already said that uh, Episode Nine is going to be his last Star Wars movie that he does. Right. right. Um, and I didn't look up to see a follow-up to that story. I just I assumed he was okay. So yeah, he's he he's fine. Was you know deathly ill or anything? But yeah, no, he was just you know when you get when you get ill in your eighties, it's serious. You got to go to the hospital. Yeah, yeah makes sense. Um, all right, so we talked about games. What else do we have Star Wars wise? Anything? No, that's it. There's really no Star Wars news. Bummer. Do you have anything Star Wars wise you want to talk about there, old scheme? No, no, I'm just uh, disappointed that we don't have any Star Wars here in December. It's the first time yeah. in several years that we haven't had that that December release, and it, it just kind of feels empty. I, I know, you, especially it's 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 our it's my birthday tradition lately. Yeah. Um. So we've this been, year- we've been doing a bunch of stuff around it, like big party, and then go down and celebrate Will's birthday. And all uh-huh. that. Yeah. So this year we're actually going to be focusing on Aquaman. Aquaman. Yeah. Because so, that comes out the day before my birthday. Right. We'll go to Aquaman. 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 I'm actually looking forward to Aquaman. Hey, there's some really there's some really good movies coming out this the, in the next few weeks. So yeah, the new Fantastic Beast is coming out. Mm-hmm. Oh right, Aquaman's coming out. Yeah. Oh, the uh, new Wreck It Ralph. Bohemian, Bohemian Raps. Oh, Ralph, yeah. <clears throat> Sorry, I just have, I'm getting over a cold. That's why I'm coughing so cold. much, guys. Good stuff. Um, Bohemian Rhapsody dropped tonight. So oh, nice. All right. Um, I am looking forward to movies, but I probably won't get to go to the movies much. I know, right? Coming up here, I just. I have a hard time getting to the movies these days. My schedule's bonk. 
It is bunk. I quit. I quit adulting. Can I quit adulting? Is that a thing? <laughs> Dude, I was. I said the same thing to my sister the other day. <laughs> uh, well, it doesn't get any better. Marshall. To, so, anyways, actually talking no, talking about adulting, I might as well just you know put this out here. Yeah. I have officially been laid off from my job. Yeah, that sucks. Um, the vote finally came through from the school board, and so my last day of work is in the middle of December. Yeah. So Happy yeah. Birthday to you. I know, right? I, my last day of work is five days after my birthday. Oh. <laughs> Um, that's raw. That's brutal. Yeah. So, uh, but on the plus side, I'll be able to cash out my retirement and get unemployment. Um, so there's that I'm applying to, well, I have applied to a couple of grad schools for next year. So, you know, that could be a possibility. Um, I am looking for work. Um, on the other hand, I could travel, you know, the, it's, a uh, it's yeah. So I'm going to be moving from where I am currently. So I won't be in the room with Marshall podcasting anymore. Um, it's cool, bro. Yeah, I'll just be alone, sitting in this room, looking at animated faces of skiing and <laughs> all by myself. So at least I can podcast in my underwear. Then I know, right? <laughs> right. Well, it'd be a step up because you're not wearing anything right now. I'm currently naked from the bottom down. Hey, hey, Will. You're remember, I, I do know this guy that's an HR director that can probably distribute your uh, your resume to several different yeah, places. I just, I, yeah, I keep forgetting to send that to you. I'll, <laughs> I'll do it. Do it. Um. All right. On a more positive note, should we talk about Disney parks? Yeah. Let's get on to the usual roundup. Usual roundup time. I can't imagine any kind of future where I'm a hero. Well, you're not. See, in the future, none of you are heroes. You're legends. Uh, Disney Parks, dude. So, this superhero land, Marvel superhero land, is happening. Awesome. In um, California Adventure, which I'm super stoked about. It's basically taking over the Hollywood Studios area, right? Yeah, the construction's already started, and I heard this on a Disney, Disney Dish podcast uh, last week. Um, they are doing a couple different things. So, the construction's already started, so what's tough to be a bug theater is being transformed into a different sort of bug attraction. Um, it's going to be an interactive, uh, Spider-Man attraction Okay, that gives guests their own web shooters. It's apparently screen-based and probably 3D, so it's expected to feel a lot like Marvel version of, uh, Toy Story Mania, which is kind of badass, because I love Toy Story Mania. <laughs> yeah. Um, let's see. What else? You know, really quick, just, just talking about the, the layout of California Adventure really quick. Hold on, Steve, let's laugh about oh, that. Oh, no. Uh, you were talking about the, it's tough to be a bug thing. I, I haven't been to, to... To Disneyland, but I've been to Disney World several times. Yeah, and I will never forget my first experience in that in that particular thing at the end where they where the bug stings you. It uh, literally yeah. it scared <laughs> the bejesus out of me. I, mean, I like then, jumped out of my chair. <laughs> I'll yeah, never right. forget. That's so so embarrassing. And then all the and then all the bugs crawl under your butt. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Um, so, anyways, the way that the California Adventures laid out right now is the the. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Mission Breakout is at the end of the Hollywood section. Right. Because it used to be Hollywood Tower of Terror. And then you they have a back entrance that is open sometimes. And that gets you into the Cars Land area, which is the beginning where Stuff to Be a Bug Theater is. So basically right. what they're going to have to do is move that outer wall. Yeah. Basically they're well, going right to just... now you can get through the Bugs Land and get to Cars Guardi- Land. Guardians of the Galaxy. Right. Right. But the... the they usually only have that open on busy days. Yeah. It's not always open. Um, but they, uh, so they're just going to have to move that wall, basically, that dividing line on the other side of the tough to be a bug right. 
so Spider-Man's right next to Mission Breakout, and it separates it from Pixar. Right. Um, it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting. So what else do we have? We have um, Spider-Man ride will lead uh, into the entire Avengers section of the park, which will stretch back towards uh, the Marvel themed attraction gardens of the galaxy, like you were saying. Um, and throughout the area, there's gonna be restaurants, shops, attractions based on the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Um, one which is gonna be likely be Doctor Strange. Uh, Doctor Strange show experience, and judging by the poster, there may even be some version of Sanctum Sanctorum, which would cool. be badass. You know, I think the best if they were to put that where the the Muppet 3D vision is, yeah, yeah. and just make it a 3D show of Doctor Strange, and the entire queue area was you going through the Sanctum Sanctorum. Oh, I think that'd be cool. Um, they also the restaurants in the area will include a counter service dining option as well as Ant Man themed microbrewery, which I couldn't be more excited about. That is awesome. Uh, did you hear that scheme, uh, dude? An, an Ant Man themed <laughs> microbrewery. Uh, yeah, I just, I just want that to sink in. I'm in. Okay, I'm in. <laughs> what I think they have to do is instead of giving you pint glasses, though, it's shot glasses. I, and I'll order forty. No, a flight, a flight. <laughs> that, that's what they. I'll order, the, I'll order a whole deal. <laughs> a flight sh- served on on like an Anthony, you know the ant. Oh, yeah, uh, Anthony. Yeah, yeah the Anthony you get like four eight ounce glasses on it. <laughs> Perfect. That that's I'll awesome. Um, let's see. Uh, let's see. If you look closely at the poster, I guess you can see a giant beverage which can represent this new restaurant, which is great. Uh, let's see. All these things are included in the first phase of phase of Marvel Land. Um, and this will begin with some sort of design featuring the Quinjet is a massive Avengers e-ticket attraction, um, which is expected to be a roller coaster. And the details um, have not been revealed yet. And uh, let's see. That's pretty much it. That's what we know. You know, honestly, I think they're missing the boat on that. I don't think the Quinjet should be a roller coaster. The Quinjet should be something more like a Star Tours ride, whereas a roller coaster should be so Anthony. A, a simulator. Oh, yeah, yeah cool. I'm with you. Because okay. like Anthony, because uh, if you Anthony, it is Anthony. Sorry, can you guys stop saying Anthony? Sorry, Anthony. Let's be accurate, Mister Five Point One. And I'm sorry <laughs> to be accurate. Didn't didn't Anthony die? In- Anthony died. This is so true. Anyways. Can we just talk? Can we uh, talk? Should we talk about? Let's a not speak. Of silence for. Let's Anthony? not speak ill of the dead. <laughs> anyways, yeah. if you've ever been to, um, I know uh, Nussberry Farm has it, but there's a Nussberry Farm. They have a ride called the it's like the pony express yeah and you basically you crawl like you're getting on a horse and it's wide open but what happens is there's a thing that clamps down on your back and something that clamps down on your your calves but it's like you're in a in a saddle they had something like that like for that. anthony oh but you would fly around on a on a track like you're on a bug so okay so what i think would be really interesting is there's that i don't know if you've been on that uh have you been to hogwarts no uh, okay so there's a ride. Flight of the Hippogriff? Yeah, I just don't. I honestly, I don't know if that ride system would work, though. I kind of thought that would be. They could do a Star Tours kind of thing with the Anthony thing, but it'd be kind of nice to have, like, the way they do the um, flight, not the Flight of the Hippogriff. Uh, is it the Flight of the Hippogriff? The one where it's like you're inside and you're and there's like the tree and all this Yeah, stuff. I don't know. Anyway, so the way they do that ride is you sit in a thing and, like, it's almost like um, uh, Soren. Where everybody's like in a section, but you're seeing something different. And so like there's like levels of four, right? And the way – and they kind of rock you and move you around and stuff. I think that would be kind of a neat way to do that. But I don't know if it would work though. And this is totally off off base right now. But you know what I always thought was a total right opportunity missed? 
was instead of if they had a a suspended roller coaster themed on the doors from Monsters Inc. That's a good idea. Okay, so so can we let's let's move forward. Indiana Jones Land may be coming to Disney World's Hollywood Studios. It's about time because they've had the Hollywood, the Indiana Jones stage show there for years. Mm-hmm. So what they're thinking about is, according to Orlando Weekly, all three magic non-Magic Kingdom parks in Walt Disney World, Epcot, uh, Animal Kingdom, and Hollywood Studios could get uh, Indiana Jones edition, which makes sense for Animal Kingdom, right? Right. Um, Hollywood Studios and Epcot, it does make sense as well, I think. Um, all three of them, it sounds like Hollywood Studios, the park has a long, um, long had Indiana Jones presence. Uh, and what are they going to do? Uh, it's also Hollywood Studios has struggled with attendance. There was another thing I wanted to say about this. The area surrounding the current Indiana Jones live show will be transferred into a more interactive section of the park, spanning around eight acres, which would be kind of cool. Yeah, that would definitely be cool. And I, I think it would be smart to just keep it there. Right. Um, and it says the new land would feature several different attractions, including a signature e-ticket style ride, and the signature attraction would reportedly be an indoor family ride, um, although no specifics have been revealed. The issue with, I find, and it's not really an issue, but you have to be 48 inches tall to ride uh, Indiana Jones in Disneyland, and that and that ride is terrifying. My kids kind of hate that ride. Oh, yeah. And so it would be nice to have an indoor version, sort of a family version of it. Um, especially since they are going to come up there, there is going to be another Indiana Jones movie as well. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and if they don't do a club, Obi-Wan, they're missing the mark. What now? Club Obi-Wan, which is the bar in the beginning of Ta- Temple of Doom. Oh, it's called gonna... club Obi-Wan. Here, here, I, I, I hear the words you're saying. Obi-Wan as in Kenobi. So I'm thinking about muting his mics. Ian, how are you feeling about that? Do you want to just take over the rest of the show? I'm, I'm going to be honest a... with you. I, I'm kind of in awe <laughs> just at the fact that he knows that. So I, I'm pretty impressed. I can't even imagine the last time I saw any of those movies. And no, I didn't know it was Club Obi-Wan. Okay? Deal with it. So so I'm going back to, to one of the first things you said. <laughs> there was about Hollywood Studios and the attendance, yeah. which surprises me because that's actually one of my favorite parks. But well, it is, but the attendance has definitely dropped because they, first of all, the backlot tour was never that good. It, it never really uh, was as good as, as uh, Universal Studios. Um, then they got rid of the, the massive ride that took up so much space of like the history of Hollywood tour, right? which is a Hollywood fan. I liked the first time I went on it, but it was so yeah, yeah. Well, dated. And one of the things that I find interesting that you say that skiing is that, like I said, I do listen to that Disney Dish podcast, and they were, they've been consistently talking about what they're going to do with that park. Well, like, they're right now they're basically like they're trying to like they're trying to figure out what to do with it to make it to get the attendance up again. Right. Well, they're doing a lot of little band aid fixes. I mean, they they've already changed Tower of Terror, I think, to Mission Breakout there as well, right? Right. Um, they they got rid of the Air, the Aerosmith Rock and Roller Coaster, and they put in a Marvel themed ride, I believe. Did they? Yeah. I can't remember. Yeah, I can't remember That's which like one. That's like my favorite but, roller coaster in the world. I hope to, I hope it's still the same as far as the the ride itself. Yeah, I don't think so. Which one are we talking about? <laughs> the Aerosmith Rock and Roller Coaster. Yeah, they redid that. But and uh, didn't it's they put actually in, funny? I've been. They put in Toy Story Land put, though, right? Like more stuff. No, no, they they put in. What did they retheme it to? I did hear about. I that. thought it was something Marvel. I think it is Marvel. I think it's. Um, Let me look. It Will's up. gonna look it up. Um, okay, so I don't know, man. I have not been to Disney World. It's one of those things I want to do probably in the next 
four or five. Well, years. I've been twice, and actually, neither time was I ever able to go on rock and roller coaster. Oh, really? Um, my sister, uh, who just went for the first time last year, um, she's getting married in a few weeks, and uh, her and her fiance, or her and her wife, are going to be going to Disney World nice. for their anniversary for their uh, honeymoon. Honeymoon. Thank That's you. What they call it. Awesome, folks. So the Mickey ears with cool. the veils that that always looks cool. Indeed. Exactly. Mickey Vales. Okay, so let's move on while we'll look that up. Uh, we're going to get to the streaming service stuff right now. Um, will you have something to say about Falcon and Winter Soldier? Yeah, okay. Well, the, you know, we've been getting drips and drabs of stuff that might be showing up on the Disney Play streaming service, which is coming out next year. And they've already announced that they're going to be doing a, a Loki show. Um, they're also doing a Scarlet Witch show. Hmm. And if I'm not mistaken, they're they're actually starring Tom Hiddleston and and Elizabeth Olsen. That's awesome. Um, and then it just came out last week that um, Vision might appear in the Scarlet Witch show, which would make sense. And from what I gather, they're going to be a uh, little mini, um, like limited series, kind of like you know the Daredevil and like in that vein, like eight to ten so episodes. Eight to ten episodes. I mean, and do you think they're going to do like? I, I guess what I'm wondering is it if it is going to be like that. It, it could be okay as a one-off too. Like, they, well, that's the thing is you can do one-offs or you can do longer runs. The but problem they did though, they're going to run up against that. I don't want them to run up against like Luke Cage. I haven't finished the season, but I've heard it leave. It, it ends on a cliffhanger and that didn't get. Renewed. No, but the cool thing is about stuff that's based in this type of universe. It's not like Downton Abbey where, you know, if something leaves, you know, it's not like that. So basically the, we don't know all the machinations. There, I mean, there's rumors going out that the reason why they chose to uh, let Netflix cancel Luke Cage and um, oh, right. Iron Fist was that they might be doing a Heroes for Hire show. But they don't want to Can re-up they that Deadpool with... In, they don't want to bring that... I don't know. They don't want to bring that up with, with uh, Netflix because they just want to put it onto right. Disney, Disney Play. Stream. That makes yeah. sense. I mean, they own it, so why would they want to keep leasing those out? Exactly. Right. Uh, any thoughts on this uh, Falcon Winter Soldier business there, Skeen? Uh, I'm all in on that one as well. Oh, yeah, well, I, mean, that's, I totally didn't even say that. Is What they announced this week was that they're going to be doing a buddy show of Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Oh, did I jump the gun? No, I mean, you mentioned it, and then I brought up the Scarlet Witch and the Loki thing. So the, right now, they basically have announced three different um, limited series runs that, that they'll be doing on Disney+. Play. Like, one of my favorite moments in uh, – because I recently watched it with the kids was um, – is it Civil? Was it Civil War? No, Winter Soldier. Which one is it? When they're sitting in the back of the VW bus, bus. Civil War. Civil, Civil War. War. So they're sitting in the back of the thing, and that's just like just one of those funny like the buddy cop thing makes sense. They're sitting in the back of that thing, and they're just like messing with each other. I think that'd be kind of fun. Yeah, and I just looked it up. the The rock and roller coaster is closed. Well, it, I believe it's closed right now. Yeah. It's being turned into an Iron Man ride. That's right. Okay. Um, because that was just announced at uh, the D23 Expo 2018. So, so well, I have to ask you, because I, I know Marshall and I talked about it over the summer um, with the Disney streaming service and buying Fox. I mean, what, what are your thoughts on on that that purchase, and, and what do you think the Disney streaming service ultimately will look like? Um, I think, well, the purchase of, of Fox is great. Um, well, it's not – and the, one, the thing that everyone keeps focusing on is, of course uh, – Fantastic Four and and X Men, which I think is fantastic, getting those back into the fold. But there's so many other things that are, that are getting pulled into it, uh, just to kind of make Disney whole. Like uh, Avatar is getting you know 
brought into this uh the uh they own the tv show so they're going to be owning archer for whatever they want to do with that <laughs> I love it. I love um stuff like that i mean the the one thing they didn't get folded in of course was simpsons you know fox wanted to keep that um but there's a whole bunch of little things that are in there now the the next great uh company they're going to have to start negotiating with is universal because universal owns the rights to um like uh craven the hunter and a whole bunch of other, like I think uh, I I saw an, uh, an article I watched a video that said Universal actually owns the rights to like a thousand Marvel characters. Um, they're just a whole bunch of the smaller ones. Right, right. Wow. Um, because they're already kind of working well with Sony because Sony's doing, you know, the whole Venomverse. Oh, uh, Universal owns a uh, Black Hat and you know, uh, you know, like mid tier characters that really do well at supporting other characters. So. So, uh, but as for the streaming service, I think it's it's going well. Um, it's going to do well, um, especially since they're they're already starting to put a list talent level um, new content like the Mandalorian. You know, oh, the Mandalorian the, looks cool. These new uh, Marvel shows. Uh, you know, it's it, it's just I think it's going to be really really good. Plus, they have so much in their vault that they can play with. Absolutely. We have no shortage of content. <laughs> exactly. Now, th- that's the thing I'm worrying about with DC Universe is that will they ever, like, DC has a ton of content as well, but does DC actually own the rights to, say, the original uh, Superman series with George Reeves? Or do they own the uh, the Batman serials from the 40s? You know, stuff like that would be really cool to just put in as, like, filler content so you're not always just waiting on the next Titans episode. Right. All right. Uh, so I did mention this a second ago, the net, the Luke Cage thing. Um, there's some talk about the cliffhanger thing and I wanted to grab the quote here. He said, he goes, Colter's first public response to news of his show ending was a positive ode to change as related to his newborn daughter. However, now Colter's speaking up again and this time he's addressed the one big problem Marvel fans are having with how and where Luke Cage left off. And he's saying at the end of Luke Cage season two, Luke made the bold decision to step up to become a crime boss of Harlem. Shoot, why can't I find anything ever when I try? Because um, you're dumb. Shut up. So there's all kinds of speculation, etc. But um, the issue is uh, they're trying to figure out what's going on. So he says, uh, I'm trying to find what he said, but now I don't see it. Do you see it? Uh, I'm looking at something else. No, I don't, I don't see it either. I just see the Twitter quote that he had on there. Yeah. Oh, maybe that's what I'm missing. Oh, yeah, that was it. All dressed up and with nowhere to go. Sad face, you feel me. So that was what it was. So um, I just skipped over that. That was an ad. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, so it's sad because, you know, fans, I love that show. And we're getting closer to finishing that that season. But, you know, like you said, hopefully they do something with it. Yeah, I think it would just be smart for them. Like, just from a, I mean, forget story. I mean, I hate to be the person to say forget story. How dare you? But just from a business point of view, it just makes sense for them to let Netflix cancel them and start their own Heroes for Hire series. Yep. Because it, it not only gives gives you uh, half the production cost because you're having two of the stars in the same show, right. but it gives you a uh, an easier base to include other people. Sounds good. Um, I just threw this in here randomly. Castlevania Season 3 is coming. Yeah, and actually, this is a, a, a an anime series that's been getting very popular. And it's on Netflix, and I've been wanting to check it out. Have you watched this game? I have not. Castlevania thing? Nope. 
Yeah. And it's really limited. The first season's only four episodes, the second one's only eight. Yeah. So And I've been I've been meaning to pop it on and, and check it out, but I just haven't. So. Well, I also have them in Plex too, so yeah, cool. Um so Castlevania? Oh not Castlevania. Uh Stranger Things. Somebody put Stranger Things eleven. Yeah, that was me. I I had oh, actually nice. ran across that today. I it was just kind of a piece of interesting news that uh eleven was originally supposed to die. At the, the uh, first season, yeah, during the first season, because and then they changed it around uh, near the end because they realized they had something you know a little bit bigger going on, and they were going to go ahead and get a second season of it in production. And it makes, I mean, it makes a lot of sense not to kill her, honestly. Well, and it's funny She's because this actually yeah. happens more often in shows than you would think because the yeah. the big thing that happened with Lost was that uh, the Jack character played by Matthew Fox is actually supposed to die in the pilot. Oh, wow. Um, Did you imagine? <laughs> but they basically wrote him out dying because they just realized what they were going to have. And they wrote in the Greg Grunberg role of him being the pilot. And the pilot took over the exposition with the smoke monster and everything that had to be told in the pilot episode. Okay. That that whole death scene was supposed to be Jack. Really? Interesting. Yeah. So it's um, kind of cool. Yeah, there's a few, yeah, there's a few other things in that article that I uh, talked about the for season three. You know, kind of familiar monster again, same same thing. You know, as far as the upside down is concerned, but um, there's a lot of it will be based off of movies from 1985. And I actually had to kind of go back, and I mean, there's a lot of great movies from 1985, like The Goonies, oh, yeah. Back to the Future. I mean, there's a lot of good stuff that they can pull from. Dude, that's awesome. I'm le- really looking forward to the next season. I really enjoy Stranger Things. And the wife likes it too, which is good. <laughs> you know, the, I can watch it. Two two Stranger Things tangential things is uh you know yesterday was Halloween. It was, and we were at here at Carr's house, and uh, two people came dressed up as demigorgons. Yeah, oh, nice. And it was cool. Two yeah. two little kids, and I'm like, well, does two demigorgons make a whole gorgon? <laughs> <laughs> they didn't. Get but it. then, it, did you happen to see the the Twitter and Instagram pictures that Maitland Ward posted of her dressed up as Barb? No, I didn't <laughs> see that. <laughs> Go to Maitland Ward's. Yeah, go to go to Maitland Ward's uh, social media and check out her pictures of her cosplaying as Barb. It was I was going to mention that to you yesterday. It was pretty cool. Um, all right. So, any other thoughts on any of that before we move on? Move on. We got to get to this Game of Thrones stuff in a minute. But what do you got about? Uh, oh, this is me. Freeform. Um, so I'm not familiar with Joyland, but with the Stephen King resurgence. Happening, yeah, there's definitely a resurgence. Uh, on Freeform, they're developing a Stephen King Joyland TV series. So keep an eye out for that. There's going to be a lot more Stephen King stuff popping up. I know it. Well, the, the interesting thing about this is that um, it's Freeform. So it's owned by Disney. Mm-hmm. It's not Amazon, which is doing Castle Rock. Um, so I, I'm interested. And what studio was in charge of it? Do you remember? That's what I'm saying. Is it Paramount or is it? Universal I can't remember. I don't remember. I can't but. remember. Um, but the weird thing is, is it, I mean, Freeform has really become, because Freeform used to be ABC Family. Yeah. Right? So it's where you used to get, like, the Boy Meets World reruns and stuff like that. But it started to get, like, the the sci-fi type stuff, because it had Stitchers and Beyond and this other whole, I mean, they play Greek in there and yeah. all stuff. But it just seems like this would be the thing that they might want to hold off for the Disney streaming service. Yeah. Well, we'll see how this plays out. I, I'm, there's gonna be a lot. I mean, Stephen King, like I said, I think with that much content that he's created, like there's so many people that own parts of it. Like exactly knows how that's gonna play out. Exactly. Do you um, think he'll write fifty thousand words this month? Oh, he <laughs> write fifty thousand words yesterday, probably. <laughs> 
Ugh, yeah, before guy. breakfast. Yeah, he's like, well, that's before lunch. I wrote eight novels. No big deal. <laughs> yeah, yeah, good. And, <laughs> and that was just the backstory on a secondary character. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's like, look, yeah. I, I'm almost done with this part of a novel. I will have no flat anyway. characters in my novels. <laughs> it's a... Uh, they haven't done an, an episode in, in a long time, but the epic rap battles of history. Mm. There's a great one of Stephen King versus Edgar Allan Poe. Oh, I've seen that. Yeah. And it was pretty good. That's good. All right. So uh, let's skip the what we're watching thing. Are we doing that? Are we skipping that? No, it's just it's after the Game of Thrones news. You just oh. didn't put anything in there because you're a loser. Wow. Such name calling. Anyway, so a little bit of TV news. Uh, Discworld. The Terry Pratchett series is being picked up as a series called The Watch, and it's going to be headed to BBC America. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, so BBC, I think BBC America needs another show because they've they've got uh, what you call it from Blacks going away, um, and all they really have right now is Doctor Who. And no, they have a Discovery of Witches, which is big. Well, it's actually well, that Dirk Gently didn't come back, which is annoying. No, um, but actually, they just started a new show called Dark Knight. Or something, and it, it seemed really interesting. So I, I want to check that one out. <clears throat> but a Discovery of Witches is getting great reviews. It's not playing in the U.S. yet; it's only playing in Britain. Um, but it will be playing in the U.S. next year. Um, so, so that should be interesting. But we got a whole bunch of Game of Thrones stuff to drop um, because Game of Thrones has the cover story on EW this week. Yeah. So, Skeen, you watch Game of Thrones or read the books? Uh, I'm embarrassed to say no. Well. You're fired. And okay. I got fired. So, See, damn it. <laughs> you almost made it the whole show, but Not again. Um, <laughs> all right, so let's let's talk about this. There's a bunch of cool stuff, man. Yeah, so there's uh you know when they when they announced that season eight was gonna be the last season, um, there was all this hullabaloo and a lot of it from George R. R. Martin himself saying there's gonna be multiple spin-offs. There was like five that were in the works. Well, I six. It might be up to yeah, five. Okay, six, well yeah. there's the the one that's officially in pre production. And they're actually casting. Um, first of all, they it has a possible title, which could be the Long Night. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. And they uh, the cast as the star is Naomi Watts and Josh Whitehouse and Josh Whitehouse. Um, so these are great, and they're going to play um, the male and female leads, basically. Yeah, and they're going to be playing uh, uh, part of the Targaryen family way back and we're not talking back like back to Aegon. we're talking way way back to when the ice walker or the the white walker started so it's way way back it is but the cool thing is is they're saying what the the hints that george r R. martin are dropping is that it's going to make you think that like everybody not the what we think but the people in westeros what they think their history is is all going to get turned on their head nice like they are all wrong about stuff well, and that's the interesting thing about about history too, right? I mean, especially if you're talking about, and this is why I love fantasy too, is there's these histories you can create, especially when there's uh, oral traditions and stuff. And yeah, when the, the further you get away from something, the, mm-hmm. it's like telephone; the, the more warped it gets. Plus, history is always written by the victors. Exactly. So to actually see what the real story is would right. be great. Which is one of the things I'm actually playing with in my uh, NaNoWriMo book. Nice. So, back to that. Um, yeah, so basically George R. R. Martin basically came out and said that uh, he's working on these shows that are going to be a two-part Targaryen prequel. How about finish your damn book? Uh, well, he hasn't, well, his new book is coming out in November, but it's not in the series. <clears throat> it's the first in the Targaryen his- history part. Think about email now. A strongly worded email. 
Um, well, he doesn't. Does. I don't think he emails. He has his. He has his <laughs> not a blog, which it's actually called. You said you don't think he emails. That's amazing. Well, no, it's I like. Uh, I hope he doesn't have a well, computer. Christopher Nolan doesn't have an email address. That's stupid. When people e- when people want to email him, they email his assistant, and the assistant prints out the emails for him to read. But you realize that's insane. Right? It is insane. Well, when you when you Nolan. write sixteen hundred words a day, you don't have time for email. Right. I'm gonna <laughs> but, write. 1600 words well george r. r martin has his uh his not a blog yeah but it's still hosted on livewire i i, I can't do it it's like you know ralph garman still having aol okay so anyway um what have, what have you been watching what have i been watching shoot uh oh, i wasn't prepared for this what i've been watching um <laughs> i have been watching i okay so the other night i rewatched a, most of the last season of archer because I just wanted to watch that. Uh, Kate and I have been watching the new Doctor Who, which I said last week, which is amazing. Um, the last episode had to do with um, arachnids in or spiders, basically, in London, which was disgusting and amazing at the same time. Cool. Um, we're watching, still watching The Good Place, still watching Big Bang, still watching all the new shows that we usually watch. Um Something new. Oh, we watched the, the Assam Minaj um, special last night. Oh, Not Patriot special, Act? The Patriot Act thing. Yeah, the, yeah, he had the first two episodes last night. Yeah, that was that was pretty interesting. Actually. Well, I love Hassan Minaj. He had his, uh, if you if you go back to our year in review show at the end of last year, um, one of the things I picked as my top ten things to watch from that season, that year was Hassan Minaj stand-up called Homecoming King. Oh, nice. Phenomenal. Yeah, that was good. Check it out. I've been watching also with the kids on the weekends all the Marvel movies. We watched uh, Doctor Strange a couple weeks ago. We watched. We just watched Infinity War last week. How did they handle um, it? They did okay. They had a lot of trepidation going into it because of my wife coming home ranting about how what a terrible movie it was and blah blah. blah. But she was just reacting to the fact right. of what happens at the end. But I still I still love those memes. I still love those memes of people. Uh, Opening up the new uh, Spider-Man game and it being all dust inside. <laughs> that's great. Well, and that—that's the one death that gets me in that movie. Oh yeah, because right? I mean the other one's like uh, it'll be fine. And I know how comic books work, but that, that kid, oh man, it's just so adorable. And him clutching—I don't feel Stark, good. And he's just like, uh, he's like Mr. Stark, and he's hugging him. I was like, oh god, bro, you're killing me. Anyway, there were tears shed, but it was fine. Yeah, I'm skipping you. Skeen, what have you been watching? Okay, so uh, you you can officially start making fun of me here in a second, but uh, oh, I can't wait. Yeah, so over (laughs) uh, summer, my my wife is an instructional assistant at the school, so you know we kind of our our TV watching habits typically run around breaks. So, kind of near the end of the summer, we started watching. We we had some choices to watch, and she's like, "I've always wanted to check out this supernatural show." Oh, oh so we started watching oh. Supernatural, and then here over the two weeks of fall break, we uh, let's just say we're uh, almost on season eight now, because <laughs> so, there's like thirteen well, there's seasons. Only, there's only forty seven seasons. <laughs> yeah, so exactly. So, yeah. so, so that's the rabbit hole we've gone down. Yeah. Other than that, I mean, it, it is it is enjoyable, but it just sucks you in. Yeah. And and they just had their second spinoff called Legacies, which just yeah. premiered this year. I just I couldn't get past the first couple episodes, and the wife tried to, and then but she gets off on ten. She watched all inside all the NCISs. Now I told her, oh, so my students are watching Grey's Anatomy. She's like on season eighty-seven of that. So it's just you know you fall down these rabbit holes. But yeah, so we'll, we'll I'm I'm sure you know once we get past that, then we'll 
get back to the to the DVR. But you know, for me, I haven't even gone back and watched Resistance yet, which I really need to do. So actually, I haven't watched that either. Uh, we only watched the first episode. Actually, we need to go back and do that too. <laughs> Uh, but I forgive you, dude. Supernatural has a huge, crazy following, especially when you go to Comic Con. It's massive. But yes, I mean it's it's from what I hear, people love it. Um, but I just I, at this point, if I have twenty seven thousand seasons to watch, I just can't even deal with it. Right. The, I, I and the one thing I will say about it is, and and I mean I've got a pretty good sense of humor, but there's at least one really good hard laugh out loud moment every episode of that and so i guess i kind of appreciate it for that it's like i know that's coming at some point during the episodes so well that's good no i forgive you i'm not i ain't mad at you about that (laughs) i'm mad about the game of thrones thing but i'm trying to let that go yeah i may have to just go back and watch that one on my own so yeah yeah just do that in the loads and loads of extra time that i have yeah yeah exactly we all have plenty of time yes yes uh mr griggs what have you been watching um this last week I binged the second season of Lore. I haven't finished it. I haven't. I didn't finish the first season. Okay, it's really interesting because they like thematically they really changed the filming style. Oh, um, the, more of the animation thing or no? No, less like none. Oh, because the first one it was like they did part animation, part live action, and, and it was just kind of like very storytelling sort of thing. This one it's like every story like just drops you right into an event. Okay, and. It tells it for like the the forty five minutes, or whatever, and it's just like, it's weird. It's very much more. Um, what's the- I, I'm actually thinking about letting the first season go and just watching from season. Well, two. the first season's great too. I just had a hard time getting through. I feel like, and we talked about this. They're you know they're a little bit long. I think Too they are, well they are long. because they're longer than the the than the actual episodes they're based right. on. Um, the first one it was a lot more of the supernatural sort of stuff because we had like the the possessed doll and. And uh, and stuff like that. This one, it's really much more like the uh, the fallacies of humans and oh, stuff. Yeah. Because okay. um, like one is about the most not- or the most prolific um, serial killer duo in Scotland's history. Oh yeah, and oh, it's yeah. and it's actually a couple of Irishmen who were started as grave robbers and started selling the bodies to science, and then they just started killing people. <laughs> and so like that's awesome. a really good one. One is the the most notorious unsolved. Uh, uh, crime in uh, in Germany's history or whatever it was a it was a it, right after World War One an entire family was slaughtered in their oh, in their I house that episode yeah and so the that's uh, that's an episode that's been done that was done cool uh, there's an episode about one of the guys who started the the uh, jet propulsion laboratory but he was heavily into the occult as well oh right <laughs> and I love the, I love the podcast and like I said I just want. I don't know. I'm gonna. I might check out season two. Well, I started listening to Obscure. Unobscure. Unobscured is great. Is man. great. Yeah. It's really so to, yeah, to definitely listen to that. I think episode five dropped uh, yesterday. Or something. Yeah. So I have that. Um, all right. So are we done with what we're watching? Yes. Let's we we only have one bit of uh, movie news here. Yeah. Um. And you know it's so funny. The entire forgetting it's like midnight for skiing. He's oh, it's yeah, okay, we're almost done. Nope, uh, we're, we're fine. Done. We're fine. <laughs> I'm just <messing> um. <laughs> for the entire run of this show, we've basically been having like quarterly updates on what's happening with avatar oh my God. and it's always okay well now it's not just one sequel it's two it's and now it's four they're up to five and now it's it's like all this stuff but we actually have light at the end of a tunnel oh do we this week <laughs> the second and third avatar movies have actually finished production oh we'll finish principal so they'll photography be on, they'll be out in like five years <laughs> no, well, they finished principal photography, so now they're in post production. So they should, I think they're 
they they their dates are firm for 2020 and 2021 Here's i think my thing. can i just tell you what my thing is what's your thing which i know i've talked about this before um i don't know how you're gonna make like 12 sequels for a movie that came out a decade ago like it's madness dude who knows about avatar come on well it's uh, the third it's the fourth uh, I think it's the fourth highest grossing movie of all time now. I am aware of the grossing, but what I am frustrated with is why, if it did that well, does it take you, what, a decade to make another movie? Because James Cameron doesn't trust anybody else to do it but him? I'm just saying. I said said that in the mic. I'm not a fan of Cameron. Oh, I know. So I'm actually going to, I'm going to second Marshall on this one. Yeah. I'm not either. It's... uh, I, I'm not saying they're bad movies. I just don't get nope. the, I just don't get it. No, I, and honestly, in the in it's the the current late. well, in no. the current climate, they're not going to make the 700 million that the first one made. He'll never do that again. Like between Titanic and well, that movie, of course, we no said that after Titanic, he would never do it again, and then he did Avatar. Okay, but Avatar was a, a a totally different deal. It's not like he went. And and made a movie about the you know the Hindenburg or something. Like, no, but on the other hand, he is coming back to do the next Terminator movie. Oh, God. but Avatar was I think part of the reason why Avatar so, was was seen so much or you know was because of the the technology that went into it, not necessarily. Well, yeah, because it was the first major major release in three D. Right. right. But so, go ahead. Yeah, I, I just I don't. Yeah. Hey, more power to him. I mean, I don't wish anybody bad luck, but I mean, I, fun. hey, you know. <laughs> well, plus you got to remember, he's not just, he's not dealing with Fox anymore. He's dealing with Disney and Disney already has right. the Avatar land in Disney World. So true, true. All right. Oh, really? Yes. Okay. So we only have one thing in the universal usual and it's out of the DCEU, but the directors come out and said that the DC comics birds of prey movie which is the one that has to do with um, that's the Harley Quinn one, right? Harley Quinn and uh, Batgirl and yeah, I think the Huntress, Huntress was the other one, something like that. Something like that. It, it, it's actually going to be rated R. That's amazing. Good. I'm glad they're doing that. Keep make them all R. Come on, not all. All of the next Suicide Squad should be R. If it's not, it's going to be terrible. Unless but it is, who's doing it. unless James Gunn is James Gunn. actually doing it. He's writing it. We don't know if he's directing it. Yeah. If he directs it. Then he can get away with PG-13. He could do the PG-13. I, I, I'm i with him. Um, all right. So I have one more thing, and I like to end on convention news, and this just popped up, I think, yesterday. Um, open registration, and this goes for both the people I'm talking to right now. Open registration for San Diego Comic-Con is set for next Saturday, of course. Um, so that is November 10th, and it's going to be a – pardon my language. It's going to be a shit show. And nobody's going to get tickets, and it's going to be frustrating. So here's what we're going to do. We're all going to try to get tickets. And then, conveniently, press passes come out after that. Of course. Which is stupid. So we'll see what we can get and do what we can do, and then we'll apply for press. And, Skeen, I'm going to make you apply for press with us this year, since okay. you are going to appear here more often than not. So, so and, we'll, we'll probably have a, a sidebar conversation you know, tomorrow yeah. as far as uh, what I need to do as far as you know, the yeah. uh, all so, of this is concerned. So, Yeah, yeah. So, uh, I mean, try for Open Reg. You have a member ID, right? Already? I do. Uh-huh. Okay, so you should be good. And then we'll just see what we can get. And if we can get one or two days, that's great. And then we'll try for press. If we don't get press, um, uh, we're still going. Or I'm still going. Will might not. I don't know what he's doing. I'm going. 
It depends on if Skeen's I have a gone. job. And Skeen's gone. I'm getting over cold, <laughs> I'm dude. Kidding. I'm just kidding. So, but if Skeen does, if Skeen goes for the first time this year and you don't, what kind of crap is that? Not just, all of I'm, us make a ton of money. I'm just kidding. Dude. I'll leave it. <laughs> all right. Um, we're going to make it work and it's going to be amazing and I'm excited. And um, November 10th is going to be a crazy day for me. That's the same day as Sword to Unite. And um, I think my parents are in town. I don't know. It's a whole thing. So we'll see how this goes. But anyway. Hey, can I, can I add one more thing before we get out of here? Oh, please. And I please meant do. to add this in earlier, but uh, yeah, don't yeah. forget the uh, new Brandon Sanderson novel drops on November 6th, Skyward. Ah, yes, 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 yes. Don't forget that. And he's making face at me. So if you want to check out that book, audibletrial.com slash usual podcast. I'll do this out of sync to oh, keep up with Skyward. Awesome here. segue. And yeah, great segue. It's like I've done this before. Um, so yeah, audibletrial.com slash usual podcast. Pick up that book or any other Sanderson novel for free on us. And then any other ones would be like 15 bucks and they're like $50 almost on audible. So, cause they're like a hundred thousand hours long and every hour is amazing. So thanks for tuning into the usual podcast. If you have comments or questions, you can find us at the usual podcast.com email us at the usual podcast at gmail.com. And of course we are on Facebook, Google plus Pinterest, Instagram, Twitch, and YouTube. Find us on Twitter at Darth pops is myself. Will is at IMO Griggs and John is John R. Skeen. Uh, iTunes, Stitch Radio, find us on there. Support the show. Please support the show. AudibleTrial.com slash usual podcast. Get some books. The best way to support us, obviously, is Patreon.com slash usual podcast. Become a drinking buddy uh, and, uh, you know, get early shows and blooper reels. And there's going to be a bunch out of this one. And uh, all kinds of fun stuff from us. And, you know, we have Teespring, Extra Life coming up. We got a lot of stuff going on. We do. Anything else, boys? Not for me. Well, as always, just make sure you have a fun. Well, have a fun. And we'll see you all next week. Peace. Seriously? Couldn't find a better way to do that this time? I'm just kidding. <laughs> skiing, skiing, you're amazing. Thanks uh, for being with us. Hey, thanks for inviting me up.